Hi, this is Thomas from Quest and Chaos. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and joining us on this chaotic adventure. If you want to listen to our other exciting podcasts, such as Swords and Sages, Chaos Agent, Spelljammer, and many more, please visit our website at questsandchaos.com slash podcasts for links to your favorite podcast platform of choice. Now, if you enjoyed this content and want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon for exclusive content, cast interaction, and more at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Now, enjoy the podcast. Hello there, I'm James Aaron O, Dungeon Master for Rhyme of the Frostmaiden. I am <laughs> the terrors to friends and the never-ending winter that challenge our adventurers as they attempt to put an end to the everlasting rhyme. I'm Tassi Alabastro, Cream Bananas on Twitch, and I rock out with sorcerer Amoa Tua Anzulan, a Goliath whose time spent adventuring is still shorter than his family name. Newly arrived in ten towns, with an eagerness to bond with adventurers who pique his curiosities. Hello, I'm Thomas Cook, and I play Donovan Chambers III, Gentleman Rogue. I'm out here in Icewind Dale, adventuring for no reason whatsoever in this horrible, frozen wasteland. I'm Alondra Heilman, a.k.a. Lady Bedivere, and I play Elspeth Linkvist, a religious academic turned death cleric, leaving my quiet cloister to explore the frozen north in search of my missing adventurer father, and whatever other knowledge I might glean along the way. I'm JP, and I play Azar, the nicest bonebreaker in Tin Towns. A desert native, Azar is perpetually doing what she can to stay warm, but she isn't going to stay inside, however much she may want. Sunlight and life need to be returned to this dark, frozen land, and she's going to do what needs to be done to make that happen. I'm Matthew Bridges, and I play Rena Voladad, a tiny and tough Triton fighter unaccustomed to surface-dweller traditions, yet determined to find answers on land as to how to protect the material plane from any and all threats. Welcome to Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, Icewind Dales, brought to you by Quest and Chaos. Welcome to this uh, slightly later than usual, but used to be usual, but now is later than usual time. Thank you all so much for being here and joining us today. Before we begin, there's a few announcements we got to get through. Uh, let's give our shout-outs to our friends. We got Nord Games. Nord Games, uh, they provide all that supplementary material to make your game awesome. They got books. They got decks. They got dice. They've got treacherous traps. Right. The hair. So check out Nord Games. L- Nordgames.com. Nordgamesllc.com slash 3.html. Ah, see, I'm, folks... This is what happens when you put me in my not usual space. I start freaking out and not knowing what to say. But we're going to keep going anyway. So NordGamesLLC.com forward slash three dot HTML. And if you use the coupon code chaotic20, you're going to get yourself 20% off. You can also head over to birdsofparadise.com. Com. Birds of Paradise, made by our very own Andrea of the Burbs. They got a whole line of 
bird and Arizona themed dice. They've got the new uh, sandstorm prickly pear, the uh, Arizona, a word that I was unable to pronounce properly on oh, Dragon of Ice. Saguaro? Is that it? Saguaro? 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 Is it Saguaro, maybe? That's an Sahara. airport, right? In New York? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're talking about Guadalajara. Um, <laughs> Close enough. Wait, no. Wait, what is... LaGuardia. 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 <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got you, Tossy. And then I'm like, nope. Um, yeah, also, folks, if you haven't noticed, I'm standing. There's going to be a shit ton more movement. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. There's that. There's Nord Games. And also, we got D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond is the official tool set of Dungeons & Dragons. Check them out. They've got all that fun, fun sources and uh, the info and the monsters and you can make your own stuff too. Um, like I did for Dragon of... I, I'm just going to keep referencing Dragon of I Spire Peak because I just keep making stuff for Dragon of I Spire Peak and not actually doing the module. Whereas with Frost Maiden, I followed the module to the letter even using clicking on when there are charmed effects and it displays a little bubble as to what is charmed effects and you too can find out this luxurious time on D&D beyond take the pen and paper and rules looking up it's mostly out of the way it'll, it'll smooth line make it more efficient um and allow you to focus more on the role playing and the combat and being an overall badass yeah D&D beyond cool all right uh since it is the start of may at patreon.com slash quest and chaos all of those cards that were donated to you by our very own patrons have been wiped away with the coming of the new month and um as thomas has told me there's no new cards yet but if you go to patreon.com slash quest and chaos you can yes you can donate cards to our players and help them out on their venture especially here on rhyme of the frost maiden I am slowly amping up the horror slash difficulty very slowly, and they will need it. Yeah, it's only going to get harder now, as opposed to the things that we've already fought. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh -huh. <laughs> But yeah, go check out patreon.com slash chaos. That's where you can help us out. You can help us here out on Twitch by donating them bits. A thousand bits, give them one inspiration. They can add a D6 onto a roll. Two inspiration or a thousand bits allows them to, uh, I think I said that twice. 500 bits is one inspiration. A thousand bits is two inspiration. Two inspiration allows them to draw two cards from the deck of inspiration created by our very own Thomas. Each card having a differing effect pulled from different portions of the player's uh, uh, handbook and other places, spells and all that fun stuff. Like basically find the path or uh, ignore opportunity attacks, adding plus one to damages, adding advantage to charisma saves. Uh, a lot of fun stuff is in that deck. Um, and you can help our players out by donating on patreon.com. Cool. Patreon.com. Cool. Slash. Quest and Chaos. Yeah. 
Anything else? Anything else? Let's see. We got Nord Games. We did that. We did that. Any fun announcements on the future? Uh, I know that um, uh, Natural One is prepped, hopefully, for mid-July. Uh, we're looking to return in person at the beginning of July. Yeah. After the July 4th holiday here in the U.S. Yeah. I don't think that means July 5th, which is a Monday, but it might. <laughs> we will well, find out. As I wrote down on the calendar in the office, July 5th will likely be the last dip dip. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Dragon of Ice Bar Peak. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding. Double header. Just an easy end, 10 sessions. The end of dip and the beginning of natural one the same day. We just keep playing for five hours. Seven hours. All right. Seven hours. Later. I think that's it. Any insp- uh, announcements on the other side of this camera, friends? Uh, so you guys, what are you guys doing? Uh, this Tuesday on the Torpid Network, we will apparently be doing a May the 4th Be With You Star Wars themed special. So if you want to come see me not know anything about Star Wars lore, I'm not running this one. We established that quickly. Uh, uh, but we'll be uh, playing that and uh, we'll be there uh, every Tuesday. Uh, nice. There will be a lot of phasers set to stun on that show. Absolutely. Live long and prosper. Set to stunning. <laughs> Tassi, where can people find you? Um, they can find me on TassiAlabastro.com. Generally, uh, if they're interested in checking me out here on Twitch, it's twitch.tv slash bananas, where I advocate the arts and inclusivity in gaming and um, talk about pizza and food quite frequently. In fact, Boba. With uh, actual Boba. With actual Boba. I mean, I'm just getting in there before the shortage. You know, yep. <laughs> uh, zipping it over to JP. You can find me in Central Virginia, and if you do, you have a fantastic sense of direction. Because like finding anything out here, you know, you'll need a Ouija board and a couple of tracing dogs to get anything. So, yeah, but you will find me here Saturdays in the afternoon. Awesome. <laughs> also on the Discord as the Apollyon. So we will, we will enjoy some of that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interrupt the whole flow of things and say there are four. We have four inspiration to uh, to use for this show, and that's it. James, you wanna you wanna throw it, take it away? Yeah, I'll take it away. Oh, uh, next time I head over to Virginia, I'll make sure I have a boogie board and uh, I'll, I'll bring a chameleon. That's what I got. <laughs> All right, folks, let's head off into the. Icy, icy place of Icewind Dales and get into today's mini episode of Rhyme of the Frostmaiden.
one welcome back what happened last time last time that was like what two weeks ago i don't remember um let's see donovan and amoa were left all alone as elspeth azar and renner who, who we do not have today matt is somewhere actually here in the bay but driving around don't know where he's at um he's somewhere between here and la yeah somewhere <laughs> heading back home um but yes so uh amoa and donovan were all alone in front of the dark cabin after seeing a bright flash of light they went within and discovered that elspeth azar and renner had been burnt to a crisp yeah after much investigation and much magical goings on, they figured out that the cause of their friend's uh, recent frying uh, was due to a little tiny object called the Summer Star, which Donovan deduced would be able to control the weather for only a brief period, as the maker of it, Macritus, had not only created a incomplete design but also it was not strong in the magical arcane arts to create something that had a lasting consistent effect but he was able to add the third band that made the contraption stable meanwhile elspeth azar and renner were off in the border ethereal with said maker of the summer star macritus and they assisted in many teeny tiny ways as well as fucked around with donovan by lifting objects and kind of throwing them around and writing things in the snow and ash overall it was a good time because donovan used the summer star to bring the sun into the sky of icewind dale the rays of light being welcome the warmth even more so and as Donovan and Amoa stood out there in the sun, glistening from the rays behind them, wrapped in light, before dispersing, Elspeth, Azar, and Renner were brought back to life, naked. The What's friends re-celebrated their reunion, only for it to be cut short, as the Frost Maiden sensing that someone had interrupted her eternal night, sent a few agents to deal with the problem. Fortunately for our heroes, they had already encountered one of these cold light walkers. And even though they were accompanied by a few methods, they were undeterred. Sent them all back to their snowy demise. And also the black cabin through the ensuing battle got knocked off its post and fell off the cliff. Taking everything that was inside with it. And now Nobody liked that place anyway. Yeah, it was pretty it's rickety. It's really a D&D game to get good property destruction going on. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. true. And well, that is where we take off. Our heroes standing in the snow, Elspeth and Azar wrapped in the mini coats that Azar came up with. Um, in her first arrival to Icewind Dale, you're feeling a little bit chillier than usual. And Renner, just being buck naked, because why the hell not? 
kind of Power what pose. I picture him doing. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Full Disney Prince pose. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> oh. of which, do I have any extra clothes? Is he holding his triton? The trident was actually burnt up and mangled with a oh, sudden flash right. of radiant energy. Uh-oh. But he can't Is put our... his armor on now. He's got 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like the breeze just really... It, ah, it, it, there's, there's still going to be a breeze, Renner, but then you'll also be less likely to get dead again. True. However, that was a very small mistake. Will not happen again. Mm-hmm. But to be frost resistant, huh? Right now. Uh, yeah. Actually, Renner, I believe uh, leaving your armor out here was the best decision. Very Otherwise, true. Otherwise, it would be gone. Good point. <clears throat> so, I wonder how long this is going to stay. It's nice and warm. It's nice. It's sunny and warm. A little bit of a breeze. I like it. Can you do it again? I don't think so. I think that was one and done. I'll, I don't... I, I don't know if it's permanent. Um, I think I think the spell is meant to to only last a few minutes. So, But if the device was able to harness that power more locally, maybe it'll last longer. I really need a pearl. <laughs> yeah. I guess we should go back to Lonelywood, maybe? Yeah, I'd pick up some clothes. I'd yeah, certainly I guess, that. but uh, speaking of which, Zar uh, pulls the ring off. Uh, the... Oh, oh. <laughs> I dropped it. Uh, you, you were incinerated, right? So yes, it fell off of your finger. He had no hesitation picking it up and putting it on his finger. Just letting you know, <laughs> I witnessed it. I, and I just well, I, kind of pat Donovan on the shoulder. You know, it's true. The, the, I also found. Will set you free. I also found this magical item. I am assuming it's magical because it is um still intact. It is the sun uh, god yes, type of holy symbol of Lathanda or some variant thereof. Oh. We we saw that too. That's why it was in my pocket. Well, probably wasn't in my pocket anymore when you found it. But that's yes. Well, did, wasn't this on Macritus? Or no? Yeah, it was on Macritus and then Elspeth um, gotcha. grabbed it. Picked it up, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I just kind of put it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll look around real quick to see if I can find a replacement for my um, staff just to stick long enough that so I could whack something with. Yeah, yeah. Let's do a investigation check. Find something nice and steady. That is a 17. 17. Around the black cabin, it is a little sparse, but you do go off into um, the nearby woods and you find um, 
some pine trees where the probably some of the uh, wood of higher up might be a bit more thick and sturdy as the uh, the nearest branches to you is about you know, 30 feet compared to the little saplings that are just kind of flimsy when you test them. Okay. Uh, we'll just climb the tree, I guess. Athletics check, please. That's a 12. 12? It takes a bit of effort, but you are able to get up onto one of the lowest hanging branches. Some of them are a bit on the thicker side, so you do go up a little bit further before you find a branch that is nice and um, firm within mm-hmm. your grasp without over-exceeding in width. That's why I'll just break it off, hop on down. Poof, punch it through, hop on down. Um, do you get a slow fall at this point? Not yet. I'll just have to just slide Pull down me. the tree. Okay. Shut me down. Easy enough. Clean off a few of the branches. It is a bit barky. Um, but it'll do. This is after grip. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Does, it, does anyone have an axe? Because you could use that to kind of shape it, probably. Yeah. You could dagger. Yeah, Zara borrowed one when we came up here. So uh, she'd still have it because we haven't returned to town yet. I wonder, actually, what, what kind of supplies did we bring? Was it mostly foodstuffs? Maybe there's clothes in there. Oh, maybe. We're going to have to sled with the dogs and dig mm. through it. Jolly and Seven look at you. Jolly, stoic as ever. Seven. He's a good boy. little twitching of the ear and like its foot kind of just comes off the ground and like just keeps like padding air um (laughs) as you scratch behind um but yes you look within the uh contents of the sled and you find food supply some rations um you find a couple uh flasks of wine um giving an interesting strawberry scent um kind of similar to what you smelled in the cabin intermingled with the burnt crispy bodies um and yes some clothes and blankets thick thick blankets mm-hmm. anybody want some wine tonight most definitely here you go nice check you okay. uh you, you could leave it on the wagon or on the uh sled until uh tonight as well Wine skin Off falls on the floor, chucked by a czar. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was dead for a little while early, so I think I'll have some now. <laughs> yeah, yes, I think I, I might just, you know, have a swallow and. Mm-hmm. There you go. Thank you. So, how, take a how... swig. It's nice. Um, Very fragrant in its strawberry with just the hintest amount of tannins in there. Uh, how uh, how soon do we want to head back? I mean, there's really no reason, reason to stay, stay here, here really. right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'd, I'd certainly prefer to get moving sooner rather than later. 
Because I think I think this uh, this nice weather might reach all the way to Lonelywood. Um, we should head south and see how far it goes. Take advantage of this. Let's find out. Um, Donovan, do you still have the the object that you used to activate it? Do I? Uh, you do look at it, and it is in your hand. And when you, or yeah, you, it's in your hand. I I do. Did you want to? Uh... I maybe I shouldn't touch it again. But um, we could uh take you it just, with like, us. And... It. <laughs> you could, like Elspeth is like slightly flinching every time, even though she sees that it's clearly fine. She's like um. I, I was just thinking that perhaps we should keep it with us in case we do come in contact with someone who is a bit more well-versed in, in arcane magic and the magic of the weave. They they might be able to see what Macriatus was trying to do with it and help us reconstruct something more effective. Yes. People at the church, uh, Lathander, Armanotter, whatever they wanted to call it, they they would probably really like this. It makes the sun come back. They might know something. Yes, although I think we should be rather cautious seeing as they're in the midst of their own internal dispute. I would hate to cause more problems regarding that. But but yes, um, some of the clerics do seem to be fairly well-versed in this sort of magic, so it's worth a shot at least. As long as no one thinks that we're part of the Arncane Brotherhood. We should be fine. Speaking of which, also, uh, Donovan, let's keep that book sort of, you know, hidden until we decide what we're going to do with it. Right. It, mm, yes. Because I, I, I know Imdra knows that we have it, and she certainly knows what it probably is and won't mind, but other people might not take so kindly to us, uh, you know, wandering around with a evil wizard's spellbook that yeah. is clearly not ours. But is it the spellbook isn't the dangerous item. It's the person wielding it. Oh, yes. I just don't want us to get mistaken for, you know, someone we're not. Right. Yes. So, uh, shall we head down? What is the likelihood of someone assuming that we are bad people based on that book? They'd have to read it first. Well, I don't really know, but the person who last had it was being burnt to death in a town square when we arrived in that town so oh, i just right. would rather they did kill people though so did we technically and kobold yes yeah no no he hired people no, she told us he hired people and then he killed them betrayed them right we can discuss this as we as we keep moving i personally would prefer to just keep moving as much as possible until we have to stop because uh, it's going to get very cold very quickly if we don't. Sounds good to me. Um, did you... Come on, boys. Yeah. Get the dogs. Uh, I'm going to look through whatever clothing and blankets uh, Zar found, and if there are any shoes in there, I will uh, see if they will fit either me or Zar, and if there are not, then mm-hmm. I'm going to do some crafty, like, pioneer rags around the feet style mm-hmm. wrappings so that if we have to walk through snow... Yeah, can... unfortunately no shoes. Okay. Um, but you do wrap the rags around your feet, so it's not incredibly freezing, especially for you. 
Um, as Azar, you slowly begin to feel that warmth as you attune to the ring, just kind of spread through your hand and throughout your body as nice. you all walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah I feel that warmth. So, so if attunement happens, that means that uh, uh, whatever I am wearing mm-hmm. is now attuned to me. It's not cursed. You, you, you've been attuning to it? Yes. It is... One second, let me... Where'd it go? You can add it into your inventory. Where is it? Where'd it go? It's somewhere. One second. Loading, loading. Yeah. Ah. Yes. You'll like this, Donovan. It is an amulet of health. Oh. <laughs> it raises your constitution to 19. <laughs> wow. Good job. That's I wish that I, I wish that D&D Beyond would stop loading <laughs> and would load. I got the ball. So you can put this on so you can have that constitution of 19 jumping a whole 10 points. Oh my gosh. Do you guys remember the fail whale? Like when Twitter started? <laughs> yes. Constant, constant fail whales. It's it's the disease beholder, I believe, for D and D Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, you have an amulet of health. Donovan, did you also? Am I misremembering? Did you also take one of the theoretically cursed items out of my cursed item bag, or did you leave them all in? I no. I um. What do you mean by theoretically? Anything actually cursed, I would not have touched. Okay, I couldn't remember. I I remember that you went through my bag to get things that we needed but i couldn't remember if you had also grabbed the the pearl of power when you did so no cool cool yeah how's that feel to just all of a sudden get i don't know 20 (laughs) health 16 health no it'd be 20 health because you're minus one max of 43 now nice that's a huge bump yeah, from 23. <laughs> the squishiest. I went from a, a <laughs> minus one modifier to a plus four. Dang. Dang, da dang, dang, dang. Man, if, that, if I lose that thing, no. <laughs> HP, quick drop. Yeah, don't lose it. Stop it. Hope your finger doesn't get chopped off by some freak accident. <laughs> Oops. Uh, uh, <laughs> jumping on, sorry, jumping on from uh, into the Twitch chat for a second. Thank you, Tactical Bacon, for the one thousand bits Yay. a little while ago. Yay. We now okay. have six inspiration tokens. Congratulations! Woo. But yes, as you all begin to walk away from the. Where the black cabin used to be. Start to make your way down, feeling the warmth of the sun up above. And as you walk, and you see yourself slowly making your way to, which is essentially the end of this hole that was punched into the sky, basically. 
a very surreal feeling as you walk from day into evening into night very quickly. But even then, that warmth that the sun provided, you can still feel it a little bit in your belly. As you walk for a couple more hours, you reignite or reunite with the stream that eventually becomes the river that flows into Mered Walden, heading southward. Um, James, can I retcon one thing? What Just want to say goodbye to Barry. That's all. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So no, we all and, are and back literally, at the Black Cabin. Like we said goodbye. We don't actually yeah. need to do it. Oh, you okay. Yeah. You all said goodbye to Barry, who you deemed to be the protector of this little sunspot. Um, and as you walk, whoever would like to roll a d20 may roll a d20. JP? Not it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hesitant to, but I do have the good the good D twenty. So uh, five. Five. Nice okay. dragon. Ancient white dragon. Yeti. <laughs> Going with Yeti. Also roll me a D six, please. Six ancient white dragons. <laughs> I'm out. It's, it's also a five. We can take five. That'll be fine. You've got forty-three <laughs> health points now. Yes. Wow. <laughs> You're the Donovan's now the tank. <laughs> yeah. All right. And as you walk and slowly re-enter wooded territory, you see a bit of movement about sixty feet away. A large mass of movement. Seems to be several things moving through the woods. One of them stands out quite brilliantly from the rest as these massive horns are aglow with turquoise light. And you can see silhouetted amongst that light a herd of reindeer walking through the forest. Um, Azara's new line is, fuck everything to glows. Hard right turn and just like, <laughs> if they're going that way, we're just going to like turn the dogs on that way. Like, <laughs> you nope, turn the glows, dog sled nope. to the right. <laughs> like, nope. Away. Glows, nope. <laughs> um, as you turn away, uh, yeah, Elspeth, you would notice that the one with the bright horns is notice you all and just kind of staring at your direction as a herd continues to move past what you would assume to be the the buck of the herd just kind of watching over seeing as you all aren't going directly towards them you see the glow continue to go off into the woods i was like i just sort of like raise a hand and do the little nod and then i'm gonna reach over and like scritch renner's deer fawn <laughs> behind the ears a little bit just like we'll wait it's cool <laughs> scritch it behind the ears and you give a little nod at this distance you can't quite tell but you don't know if 
There was a nod back. But the herd moves past. As you all continue your way down to Lonelywood. And as Uh, you do... uh, Digging into the little bag of uh, animal carvings, there was no reindeer, right? There was not. Okay. I don't believe so. There was not. Somewhere. Not in this room. There was a large horned creature, but it was something that we could not identify. So it did not explicitly resemble a reindeer. Cool. At the Lonely Wood. Yes. Going. And you walk on. Every now and then you. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say does the. Is the. So we went to the stream, to the river, does it look like the the river is there's getting more water to it from the warmth or it just wasn't enough time to melt? Right now, it's only been maybe a few hours and the distance you've traveled, it doesn't seem to be a, any visual amount that you can see. Cool. That's it. Every now and then you're able to look up and even in the denseness of the trees, if you look a bit, you can see a bit of a yellow spot that punctures through the dark. And eventually you make your way through the woods and find yourself in Lonely Wood once more. And quite a few of the townsfolk seem to be a bit of buzz all of them staring in a northward direction in the sky. Continue in the town. Mm-hmm. And you continue into town, and as you pass by, people are like, is that, is that the sun? I, is that the- yeah, that's, that's sunlight. What? Wait. 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 Were you from there? I point to Donovan like he did it. <laughs> yes, I did do it. Well, actually, uh, Macritus, the 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 light of Lathander, the uh, the the priest of Lathander. Uh, we don't uh, know who created, that is, but you, yes, you brought the sun back in a small section of Icewind Dale. Just eventually, north. you just like start to see a, more of a crowd start to swarm around you. It's like, you can bring the sun back. You can bring the sun. He can bring the sun back. Everybody, he can bring the sun back. At which point Once. you've seen people just like clamoring on. He's like, Brett, can you, can you, hey, hey, can you, can you bring it back, man? It's like breathing in your face. Mm. Once we defeat the Frost Maiden, the sun will come back. Make a deception check? Because I don't know if you know that will end it. Oh, I think that'll end it. If he believes it, it's not deception. If you believe it? Okay, sure, persuasion. (laughs) Uh, Also, well, you know what? Hey, here, uh, persuasion. That was a four. Four? Hey, they'll leave us alone now because they, they're like, oh, so. <laughs> Elspeth has just pulled like all the way back from the crowd because she's like wearing some hodgepodge of uh, <laughs> random clothes, nothing, and she's just got all the animals over in the corner. Like, let's see how this goes. And the man breathing in your face is like, 
He's a fucking sham. <laughs> and your collective. Yeah, but if you guys do want to get some sun, um, I don't know how long it'll last. It could be forever. It could be a day. It could be 10 days. But, uh, and then I'd say how long a travel it is to the north. And say, so you can go and you can find some sun there for a while. And you see a few folks look around at each other. And then almost collectively, you just see a burst of movement as people start to head to their homes. And you see some person who just went in, grabbed a jacket, and starts running in that direction with like an axe and bow in hand and just continues to run. Is there a shop in this town? As one person passes by, it's like, yeah, but I'm closing up. I'll leave you some money. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't hear you as he continues to run toward the sun. Um, I'd like to find a shop where we can get some clothes. Or at least, you know, shoes and things. Let's go find that guy's shop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Is this why you have extra HP? (laughs) Here I was worried that people were going to think we were evil wizards. No, we're just going to be normal run-of-the-mill robbers. It'll be fine. Bunch of thieves, shoplifters. for the stuff. (laughs) You need shoes, Elspeth. Yes, yes, I'm aware. I was sort of hoping we could deal with that before we started having to tell people about that. But that's all right. It's fine. I'm pretty sure you can see that from East Haven. I mean, probably. I just, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's. You think they might have uh, something to wear over at the place of prayer? There isn't a temple here in Lonely Wood, at least not that I've found. Should see if there is. Honestly, I probably should go speak to some deities in case anyone's listening, but the, the 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 mayor in town the the halfling was uh quite uh, helpful yes yeah. oh i think your we... feet would be too small <laughs> although um she might be able to provide us with the keys to that what was it haunted tavern that she offered us proprietorship of if we need a place to stay for a little bit oh i thought that was terminal that was here yeah lonely wood it's lonely wood okay. yeah not a bad idea. It's haunted? Wait, wait. I don't remember. I just assumed. Uh, yeah, anybody giving away a tavern, it's probably haunted. You're right. I mean, it's not going to be a problem, really. I mean, clearly we've perfectly well experienced with ghosts at this point. Oh, maybe we need to get rid of the stigma of haunted. I would rather like that, but we keep punching every ghost that I run into before I have a chance to talk to them. So yeah, I think uh, heading to the, the to the mayor's house and maybe uh, spending the night at the haunted tavern sounds like a great idea. Sounds great to me. So you After head over I've to the seen... speaker's house. Whom you all know is Nimsy Huddle. You knock on the door. Door opens. One of her daughters opens the door. Teaspoon opens up. Hey, mom, it's the people that killed the mooses. 
at which point you hear Nimzi come out. It's like, oh, hello, welcome, welcome. Come on in, come on in. Thank you. Yes. Oh, you are in Ragsteer. Yes, there was an unfortunate incident on the road. And once everyone's back from their little trip to the sunlight, um, we'll go to the shop and resolve that. Yes, we saw that. It's a, was that all because of you, Five? P- partially. Mm. Mostly, um, Donovan uh, found some things that uh, someone else had been working on and was able to activate them and... Like at that point, just kind of like straightens up and like taps you on the like mid thigh because that's like where her arm reaches. Well done, you. Well, I've got some cookies. Got some cookies for you, if you don't mind. Always have cookies. Love, love cookies. Cookies Excellent. Cutlery, get some. (laughs) There's a lot of children. Get some cookies for the guests. At which point, like Very a tray nice. of hot, fresh baked cookies come out to you all. They they look like little uh, little chibi halflings, just like <laughs> they look like little I chibi uh, nimsies. Knock knock the birds away from them. Yeah, are the rabbits still just like wreaking havoc? <laughs> oh, yeah, the there's just like rabbits running around, and Nimsy <laughs> at this point is just like. <laughs> Your owl sees you as you grab one of the cookies and it just kind of like reaches his head over. It's just like. I do eat some as well. <laughs> well, um, I don't have clothes for you. You're a bit on the tall, sweet side, lass. It's all right. I can get some in town or um, I'll just purchase some fabric and make some. Wouldn't be the first time. Mm. Let's see. Well, you probably don't have to make your own if you just head over to the happy scrimshander the happy scrimshander all right yes um yeah yes Ereskri uh, runs that one and she probably won't be one of the few that running to the sun oh she more nocturnally inclined oh no no she's just old oh understood do, do, do you know if she sells inks and paper? Do you know what no scream chandelier? What? <laughs> do you know what the scream chandelier? Uh, no. They take the bones and then they ink them. I don't know about paper. Don't really need paper here, but they got ink. Okay. Okay, ink. Actually, ink. Ink's perfect. It's all I need. Excellent. Anything else I can help you all with? No, I think that's everything. Thank you. Um. Okay. Uh, only that we um we might need to stay overnight while we're dealing with things, and uh, we didn't want to put you out. So if that um that empty tavern is still empty, we were thinking we could stay there. Just I mean, keep out of the way if you. It's a bit haunted and it's a bit um. Empty. I told you it was haunted. <sighs> it's nothing to most punchers. Haunted in the sense the man de Groot, he just you know hung himself in the middle of it all. Um, uh, oh. <laughs> don't know if he's still okay. there or not. 
Yeah. See, look how happy she is when you told her it was Hunter. She loves them. It's great. Oh, you don't mind about that stuff? Okay, then. No. Um, well, if you would like the keys, I can give it to you. It's not like anyone's using it. But if you are going to stay, then, then more than one night, uh, just got to stay. The offer's still open if you want to take the in. Is is? Can I insight this? Because it seems like she's yeah. trying to get rid of it. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, probably not. It's a five on the die. So eight. Eight. Okay, not too shabby. Um, you're kind of distracted by her jovial nature. Her general, just like, oh, welcome, welcome. Have some more cookies. You've only had to have a third. That's how they get is, you. Is there some sort of curse on the tavern? I've been cursed before this week, so. Uh, yeah, haunted is fine. Curses are not not really a set. Uh, not that I know of. No, he's just, um, I just saw him hang there. Someone say he have killed himself. Other people believe that other people came to collect his, their debts. I don't know. Nobody looked into this? Do you know what Lonely Wood is like? <laughs> Lonely? And in the woods? Yes. Very good. Very astute, you two. Um, we being probably the farthest northern settlement on Toril. Um, we attract a few different types. Who want to be lost here? Yes! The ones who will prefer to be lonely. Ah, so you've got thieves and smugglers hiding out in town. Got it. You could have just said that. I didn't know uh, what kind of people you were. Oh. Oh, no, the moose punchers are uh, uh, heroes. <laughs> um. <laughs> You're sticking with that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if we're sticking with it. I'm just saying it. Stay we're going to come up with a new one in every just town. Throwing it at the wall, see what sticks. The moose punchers. <laughs> Oh, that's a nice, lovely name, especially the fact that you you handled the remorse problem. Which one of you are the puncher? You like you, you kind of like. <laughs> yes, I was expecting a bit of her. You're a little on the dewy side, kind of pushes Donovan in the stomach. You might need to hold off on the fifth cookie. Takes another cookie as he as as she's talking. Yeah, that's the fifth cookie. It's it's okay. He, no, no. Do you, you all live in a cold environment. It's you're supposed to pad up. It helps. True. 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 <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to go get some clothes. This is getting awkward. Yes. And, at least if, for me. And um. If the offered stands for us to take the inn, uh, I think that we will. Do that. Good. Runs over, grabs a key. Make sure you put it to use, okay? It is useless real estate if all of you're doing is nothing with it. So, you know, turn it around, make it real nice, you know, really attract the people. The fact that you already have a bunch of animals, love it. 
yes by the way if you need us to take some of those rabbits um please we... <laughs> Elspeth just like scoops up like three or four bunnies just like the Bunny. owl already has one yeah. <laughs> look at him like freely <laughs> yourself. You, just, you just have blood and entrails like all over your shoulder like you could have just waited until we were outside <laughs> feed a cookie to Renner's deer put some in my pocket for the dogs teaspoon or like as you all begin to leave Elspeth you feel a little tug on your rags as teaspoon's like please don't take snowball oh, oh, I'm so sorry here you go I will attempt to deduce which one is Snowball. I assume there is one that is white. <laughs> None of them are white. <laughs> I will hold them all down. I will get down to child's level so that child can procure. Grabs a gray one with just a little speckling of white. Thank you. You're always welcome to come and visit once we've got the place up and running. But uh, okay. you and Snowball, uh, have fun. Eee! Runs off. I'm going to get myself out of this house very yeah. quickly. <laughs> let's let's get this let's get this shopping done and get on to this haunted house business. <laughs> so uh are you heading to the uh inn or the happy scrim shander? The happy scrim shander. Yes. Okay. And it's uh, I'm assuming you you ask Nimsy where it is and it's not too hard. You do see a uh, sign out on the front that kind of hangs off of a post where it seems to be uh, working of Scrimshander, where it is a piece of whalebone with some sort of design that depicts a ship going across the sea. And uh, on the top, carved wooden letters, it says, The Happy, and then on the bottom, arcing upwards, Scrimshander. Excellent. I will go and see if the door is open and if anyone is at work. Mm -hmm. You uh, open the door and as you uh, open the door, you just hear a and you look to your left and there's a bolt stuck in the window or stuck in the door frame. (laughs) Sorry, I don't normally check for traps in an open, um, you know, place of custom. H- hello? Come on in. Uh, my, my, a- anybody who's standing behind me will see that my hand has started glowing slightly as I've got a spell charged in it. That I'm just sort of like <laughs> holding like, what the hell? I will come in. I, is, the freaking owl is still on my shoulder, right? I just want yep. to confirm this. Great. The owl just like kind of looks at you like a elbow. Yeah, no, I look at the owl too, like the fuck. I have named the owl Iroot, by the way, because I'm going to have to call it something other than the owl at some point. Iroot. Lovely name. Yeah, so I'll just like pop in and be like, hello. Yes, um, we're adventurers. Adventurers? Come in. Yes, we were hoping to pick up some supplies, particularly I could use some clothes, as could my friend here and my friends i don't know if renner wants any clothes but i'm going to get him some regardless and um and um uh mr chambers here could use some ink clothes ink come on in 
Alondra knows what's happening. Can Elspeth roll <laughs> yeah. to figure anything to figure this out? Are you actually entering? Yes. Oh, no, I'm, I'm coming in. As you come on in and you see pretty neat um, on the left side seems to be just like a collection of um, bones all unmarked. And on the right side seems to be the tools in which one would need to scrimshander. You see nails, you see inks. You do see a little bit of thread here and there as well as wax. Um, the left side, pretty plain, pretty bone-centric coloring. On the right side, it has been arranged in a rainbow pattern where mm. thread is on the top, on spools, and then inks and wax seem to be on uh, tables that are slightly uh, angled as it goes from red. Got your Roy G. Biv all the way down. And then at the far end, you just see someone seem to be working at a desk, hunched over. Um, and with your perception, you'd be able to see it. There was a um, crossbow to its left, mm-hmm. but on a little stand, silhouetted by the candlelight, you see a parrot. Uh, yep, I will just... A- approach the person working just be like yes so um you have a lovely shop it's very nicely laid out um thank you says the parrot yeah glancing back and forth between the parrot and the worker uh does this uh worker appear to be a person a mm-hmm. machine <laughs> okay as <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you just kind of stand there waiting, you hear a bit of a sigh. <sighs> Turns around and you see a slightly overweight um, human female. Her uh, gray hair coming down into what can be just the barest hint under the candlelight, some brown hair. Tied back in a simple ponytail. She looks at you with very large glasses, bottle coke. Oh, yeah. And she looks at you. Looks you up and down. Terribly sorry to interrupt you, but um, as you can probably tell, we're in need of supplies. Yes, very much so. Boots, shoes. More specifically, Hmm. Hmm. I like to wedge the um, bolt out of the door frame and say, can I keep this? No. I'll just hold on to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be right back. Hops off her stool. Waddles to the back behind some curtains. The parrot just stands there on its post looking at you. Looking at, sorry, the owl's name again? Iroot. Iroot. Looks at Iroot. Hi! I'm just doing the, like, calm hand of, like, please don't start a fight in the shop. (laughs) 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 Well, kind of pops out. Hello. Hi! Hello. 
Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Wow, he's really good. Off a bit of one of the cookies that I kept in like office. Ah, thank you. Oh, strip it. Thank you. Can you say anything more than what you're saying right now? Kind of see the eyes look up, look towards you. Hi. Oh. Donovan's going to go over and look at the inks and see if there's anything that will do for um, transcribing mm-hmm. spells. I, if I remind me, if I'm correct, it, it has to be magical ink. Yes. It doesn't. No. So the rules just say it costs fifty gold pieces. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So so the flavor is buying ink in places. So. Mm-hmm. You look at the inks, and they are finely made. And as I said, they give you a full array of colorful choices you wish to choose. I will pop off a, a violet color mm-hmm. and just kind of set it down on the table waiting for the old lady to return. At which point she kind of walls up. She has a bit of a package, puts it on the counter, slides it over. You're five foot nine. Something like that. Yes. Okay. These should fit. Thank you. Um, how how much? Yeah, you're taking them off my hands. Oh, are you are you sure? Um, it's very generous of you. Yeah, they are my daughters. Um, how uh, your ink? How much yeah. do you how much do you need? Like uh, 50 gold pieces, right? Yeah. So I, and I you look at the um, vial. Actually, I pull out the moonstone, the bloodstone. Bloodstone. The bloodstone. So this, <laughs> I believe, should cover it. Kind of she set looks that at down. it. Puts it up to her very large glasses in the candlelight. Looks it over. Deal. Pockets it, slides you over the ink. Gets back to working. I wish you have point. any more clothes? Hi. Looks you over. Sorry, my daughter was only her size. Okay, thanks. Actually, Renner's probably about that size, right? Renner's is our size. Renner is 4'10. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, Got Renner it. is short. Yeah. Who is still. Naked. Sitting outside, buck naked. Uh, Chainmail, right? He's in chainmail. He's chafing. <laughs> <laughs> Just chainmail. Nothing from the hips and below. Um, it's a chainmail crop top. It looks very good on him, but it's a little disturbing at the same time. 
Uh, so you pass off the stone, and the parrot's like, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Yes. Um, very, very pretty bird. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh. <laughs> One more quick scratch. Head for mm-hmm. the door. <clears throat> then it's a leave. I, like, take the bolt, and I fling it back across the room into the opposite wall. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. You fling it back. Do you look back? Nope. Okay. Elspeth does. <laughs> yeah. Elspeth, <laughs> you look back, at which point um, the woman turns back, and you can see just like a hint of a smirk before she turns back to her work. James, I have a, in my other possessions, I have written down sparkly pebbles from Cobalt. Are those just pebbles? Probably. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> James eyeballs. There's they're kobolds. They're like it's sparkly. <laughs> uh, Donovan, do you want once we're inside and I see what's in this package, I can just um, you know, do my detect magic ritual and we can go through everything in the bags again, as has become the nightly custom, apparently. I would love to do that tonight. Yeah. So you all start to head over to the inn, which <laughs> as you approach it, it's, it reminds you a little bit of the black cabin, not as destitute or mangled, but getting out there in age. And <clears throat> as you approach, you see a sign there in very, I wouldn't say like hand carving, but not the finest carving at all. It says the ramshackle. What's the emblem? There is no emblem. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm guessing if uh, if a moa came in, <clears throat> everyone else will be safe. All that works. <laughs> okay. Do I go forward or? You go forward. You go up a couple of the steps and you hear it. As you make your way onto the deck that basically surrounds the perimeter of this building. Um, It seems like the building itself is a little bit higher up, about five feet off the ground, just so that snow isn't hitting the uh, foundation. Um, And you look inside and within the windows... It's pretty dusty that you really can't make out much. Perhaps knock? Yeah, kind of just like rasp on the window. Hmm. Yeah, you give a... Didn't the lady say this place was empty? Yeah, it's... And potentially haunted. Um, Elspeth wants to go ahead and kind of like, you know, wipe her sleeve of whatever she's currently wearing whatever coat she still has on um against the window and then i'll cast my dancing lights inside mm-hmm. just to kind of illuminate and like check in case there's like i don't know a shambling mound sitting in the middle of the floor <laughs> ready to ambush us or something <laughs> make a perception check it's a chilling mound a look look mound. 
the last time I just did things, we were all dead. So, you know. It's temporary. It's okay. That's a 16 perception. 16. The windows itself are pretty dusted up. And even when you put in the dancing lights, you, you're getting basically silhouette forms. Okay. And you see very geometric structures inside. And as you kind of look at it and you pass over the lights, they seem to be stacked wood. And as you pass your lights through, you realize there is a bit in the back. Um, it seems to be a higher um, area to this inn compared okay. to where you are standing. So like a lofted or something? Yeah. I think we should just open the door. Uh, no problem with that. Uh, Amol makes his way to the door and tries to get in. I, I don't know what type of door handle. Uh, Nimsy did hand y'all the keys, but yeah. if you're just going to go for the doorknob, it jiggles and is locked. Hand over the key. Who has it? I think it's either Donovan or Elspeth. Yeah, either one. Now Amoa has it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's in my hand. Is it? <laughs> You pass it off in the inventory. <laughs> bloop, bloop. I uh, I insert the key and make my way in without real any like second thought of it. Oh. As you enter in, it's vacant. The entire lounge slash open area would usually be empty as there is no furniture here. In its place are stacks on stacks on stacks of wood. Seems like the people of Lonelywood have been using it as a wood storage at the moment. So this entire front area is covered with wood. There are a few passageways, so that way people can walk in and about. And as you walk in and about some of these stacks that go a good five feet high, you make your way to the central desk. That is about 10 feet off of the back wall, which is also flanked by two sets of stairs that go up again into the lofted space that uh, Elspeth pointed out and four doors up above. And behind the desk is also a door leading backwards. As you look up and around, the ceiling is very high, vaulted, and the most, I guess, disturbing feature would be on the central collar beam is a rope with the very end of it burnt off. Ah, I see they really cleaned up in here. Hey, yeah. That might be uh, step number one. Yeah. I um, concur. Uh, hello, is anyone here? Make a perception check. These dice have been awful. Ooh. Oh, they just First. need public shaming. 15. 15. You yell, is anyone here? Don't hear any noise. Does anyone have any unfinished business that they need help putting to rest? 
You hear nothing. Cool. Yeah, that's a good sign. Maybe not haunted. Yeah. We're here to help in case you do need it. Just just let us know. Feel a bit of the wind coming through the door. <laughs> I assume there's a fireplace down uh, there. there a fireplace? Somewhere? Yeah, exactly. Fireplace. Um, you do see a fireplace off onto the uh would be to your right, so probably like the southern section of the ramshackle where there's a bit of a pit and chimney that leads up and out. Um, Amoa walks over and casts his favorite spell. Yeah, I'll just grab some of the wood, start tossing it in there. So I have like fire. These are large chunks of wood, like this is lumber. Yeah, (laughs) is anything big enough to get into the fire pit? Small enough. They're all big enough. Small enough. Yeah. It's just yeah. they're like tossing there with the magical fire, it'll burn. <laughs> you like find ways to like shimmy it up. Do you shimmy one up the chimney and then like have it burn upwards? I saw I just punch I, it into smaller pieces. <laughs> Don't your fists light on no, fire? I said now? no, is any big enough to fit into because they would have to be able to get them through the door. So they is can't it, only they can only be so big. Yeah, is I it, mean like they're only so wide, but they are very long. Is it yeah. possible for me to have to get them inside in, in this entire like a back door here? Uh, so like they, they can tri- like the this portion of it maybe is about 40 feet in length before you reach the desk. And through the door, they they like. Yeah, walked it through. <laughs> is it possible for me to just uh, take this whole bundle of large wood and just cast uh, reduce? Oh, okay. Uh, what is the um? What is the specifics on reduced? It reduces uh, by half. Yeah, if it's medium, it becomes a small. If it's a large, it becomes a medium. And is it a singular object or what is it? Uh, yeah, creature or object you can see within range. Okay, I would say one object is one of these beams, and when you reduce it, it goes from maybe being like. This thick, which is about, I don't know, six by six to a three by three and 30 feet long. Or not 30 feet long. It would have been 40 feet. So, like 15 feet long. Yeah. Take those, break them up, Mm -hmm. smaller bits. Then it doesn't matter if they get big again because they'll still be smaller. Yeah. You break them down, throw them on the fire. How long does that last? Hour, uh, one, minute. To one minute. You break them down and throw them in the fire, and then after they're there burning for a couple seconds, they all whoom, reaches out, and then some of it kind of spills out away from <laughs> the wooden base or the stone base of the fire and start to lick onto the wooden floor of the ramshackle. I can extinguish it with prestidigitation. Okay, you with only a quick sting, you just eliminate the larger chunks and you rearrange them back onto the fire. And you have a very hot, roaring fire right now. You can feel and hear some of the wood nearby kind of like creak and groan as they're getting used to being warm again. Um, 
Yeah. Elspeth makes so, a mental note to uh, prepare, create, and destroy water tomorrow morning <laughs> and is then going to go to check out the door behind the desk. Yeah, you one. open the door and you look inside and it's a bit dark here. The uh, windows providing only just the barest hint of light because you are still within the nighttime. Weird. But when you look at it, it gives you the sense of a small kitchen. You can smell a bit of mildew that is built up in this area. Okay. Cool. Close that door and head upstairs mm-hmm. to check out those rooms. And right. while uh, while that's happening, I'm going to shimmy up and cut down the cut down the, the rope. creepy rope. Yeah. Yep. Creepy rope. Yeah. Um, athletics check, please. Acrobatics, right? Athletics, Eleven athletics. Eleven. Um, Amo and Azar, you watches Donovan. It's just, I'm assuming you found a way to get a rope up there so you could take down the rope because it is on a high vaulted ceiling. So you watch as that, almost that kid who always struggles in the rope climb before they got (laughs) rid of it. Um, Just Donovan slowly inching his way up and he's like, gonna make it, gonna make it. Gonna make it. Eventually making it up to that central beam. Um, in which you kind of like vault yourself over and just hug it up top as you catch your breath. Do I see anything different up here from this vantage point? <sighs> roll roll me a D20. D20 18 on a die. 18. You feel a bit of the dust as you're kind of like getting there and cell enter your nose and uh, okay, nope. I'm good. You don't sneeze. <laughs> but you don't see anything up there except for a few dust bunnies who are staring at you. It's like what you doing, man? Okay. Our home. I will uh, s- cut the rope. <laughs> You hear a bit of a plop down below Amo and Azar. At the same time, Elspeth, you kind of look as Donovan's up there and you start to climb up the stairs. And it's labeled one, two, three, and four, left to right. Well, I'm just going to go down the row left to right and kind of pop each door open, just kind of peek in, use my dancing lights if I need to, to kind of just see and just check that everything looks like what one would expect, and there's no fun surprises. <laughs> As you go through each room, um, rooms one and two each have a single bed frame um, of about a twin size, um, and no mattress or pillows or blankets on them. Three and four have two beds left and right, very stereotypical of an in twin size. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, nothing. Nothing literally or figuratively jumps out as something unusual or nope uh there's no closets no dressers nothing very bare bones great i will come back downstairs uh to near the fire uh with my package having survived the white girl horror film check and uh i will unwrap the package from 
the scrimshander and see what is actually inside. Mm -hmm. And it's nowhere near as nice as the uh, layers upon layers of your dress that you had. But it is a very simple, functional, um, cold gear outfit that has been dyed to be purple. Interesting. Okay. And you put it on. It's kind of like those... Um, if anyone's been skiing here before, those... The one suits that a lot of yeah. people wear. Um, it is comparatively very garish. And it is very 1980s ski person outfit. Yeah, put it on, just be like, well, you know, function of a fashion. Going to have to make some modifications. Yep, just... you are... It's it's basically a onesie. Yeah, that's fine. It's warmer than what it was. I will go through all of the uh, blankets from the sled and find a nice, uh, thick, neutral-looking one and uh, start sewing a skirt to go over it. <laughs> you start go beginning that process. Um, anything else anyone else would like to do? Uh, so is this the... Um... This is the lake where the um, fish were. They offered the pearl, right? Yes, you found them on the eastern side when you're making your way from Targus up to Termalane. Yeah. Uh, maybe Renner could take a dip and see if they're nearby. Certainly. <laughs> Takes off the chainmail, doffs it off real quick, and then begins <laughs> just like trudge outwards into the snow, and you watch as. They bloop into the mare. Sorry, just inherently shivers at the idea of cold water. <laughs> Did he actually remember to take the river weed with him, or was he just too excited to get into the water? He doesn't I, have I pockets. Have a, you, mm, okay. He'll just, be back eventually. It. It's fine. <clears throat> I, I, uh, I collect the rope. That was cut down, and I hand it over to um, to Elspeth. Oh, yes, I should probably do something with this. I don't know if we should just throw it into the fire, or uh, oh, I'm not familiar with any of these customs. But judging from the story, I feel maybe this is a uh, part of something bigger than us. You know. Well, implements of death are usually sort of, um, they can have a lot of things attached to them, both metaphorically and literally. So um, maybe we should take a look at it first. Um, and James, you said the, the end of it was burned off. The dangling yes. end was burned off. Um, I want to take a little bit closer look at that now that I've got it like in hand and see if I can tell like, it's a dumb thing to say, but like, can I tell how it was burned off? Was this like a hot, a hot slice that also burned it? Was this like someone set the rope on fire? Mm -hmm. um, just any, if there's any way of being able to figure out, and if there's not, that's okay. Yeah. Intelligence check. Uh, 
just raw int. Yeah. I have some of that. I went to school <laughs> for a very long time, and then I went on an adventure and died. Uh, that's, the 17. that's the real education right there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> a 17. You get the sense that whatever burned this rope was hot and came through very fast versus like if it was slowly burning got it okay okay um have i seen anybody i would have seen somebody use that okay i think um i think somebody must have cut the body down with a, a firebolt or, or something similar oh really well i can't think why else you would burn the ro- unless well no but because if they'd set the body on fire it would have been a slower burn it would have crept up the rope more this is like a like a quick cut but with fire can uh, i'm gonna take my rope um go outside and shoot it with a firebolt okay uh, roll an attack for me. Dale. <laughs> these uh, these midnight experiments out in lonely wood. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not midnight. I need two hours to uh, copy a spell. Uh, roll me an attack, real quick. Uh, I should get a different die. For this. Oh, that's nineteen on the die, so that is going to be like a 24, 23 to hit. Twenty-three to hit. Roll some damage. D ten. Six. Six. You put up the rope and and very quickly it just cuts through and you look at the both ends of the rope and you compare it to the other one. Very similar. Hmm. All right. It means a magic user um, took this down. Even those at the very basics of uh, arcane spells. We haven't really run into a lot of magic users in Lonelywood. I think there was barely any in Tourmaline either. Hmm. Just the one arcane brotherhood guy who died. Yes. So are you saying someone rescued this person or they just are? It sounds like they found a body, so I think they were just um, not leaving a macabre discovery for the next people to come in. Hmm. Or, yeah, or attempted to save and it was too late. Yes. Maybe the person that was being hung was also a magic user. Saved themselves. Maybe. Hold on, let me get some rope. Donovan, no, it's not. <laughs> Donovan, wait, it's not that bad. If anybody's going to experiment with this, it should probably be me at this point. I do seem to come back every time. Uh, no, I am. Uh, uh, so, well, I mean, or, or you know, the person that found him, you know, like Amoa said, just that's how they got him down. I mean, it, it would certainly be a lot quicker than trying to climb up and cut him down, given how tall that ceiling is. Although... 
This also raises some questions about how he got up there in the first place, whether it was by his own hand or someone else's, as the rumor seems to say. Well, I mean, you you only need to be a few inches off of the ground. Um, and maybe True. the person just, you know, that's where they shot it off is at that height. I have a feeling we're going to find out tonight. I have a sneaking suspicion that I'll be holding a seance tonight of some sort. <laughs> ah, we should have uh, picked up our little bardic friend. He'd probably have a lovely time. Yes. Is Renner back yet, or is he still out? Katoom! Uh, <laughs> by the way, um, I was super excited to go into the water that I... Sorry, forgot... Here you go. We... Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yes, good, wonderful. <laughs> Let us know when you're done. Thanks. Is there something wrong, Lady Elspeth? Uh, no, it's just the reflection off the snow is the very mm. bright. It's the dark vision. It half drow. It happens sometimes. It's fine. Uh, I see. I see. Well, Better. I, I, I take it that water is extremely chilly. Yes. <laughs> yes, it All is. Right. <laughs> Refreshing, isn't it? Whom? <laughs> Donovan, do you have a spare pair of pants in your bag? I will literally buy them <laughs> off of you. I don't. Uh, normally, I... Uh, uh, player Thomas normally uh, purchases <laughs> multiple sets of clothes, but this time he didn't. I have a disguise kit, so... <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, um, as always, it's like, well, I have an old costume. That might be... Worth forcing him to wear. She, yes. uh, she like digs through her bag and pulls out this um, really garishly colored um, silk, something that would on her, on her be skin tight, and just pulls it out. It's like he can wear this. Sure, it's like uh, a silk Harley Quinn outfit. <laughs> silk Harley Quinn outfit. Okay, what are the colors? Not not Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Diamond yeah. pattern and everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, what, what are the pattern. interchanging colors? Oh, um, of course they are green and orange. Green and orange. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's gonna look like a fucking pumpkin. Um, <laughs> I feel less bad about my eighties. Hey, I mean, he now. already talks to fish, so. <laughs> um, Donovan, roll me a d twenty. Oh, oh, seventeen. 17? What did I write down? Okay. After a few moments, Renner comes back, dripping from the lake water. I made a deal for you, and it was. I'm, I'm getting into the Jack voice. I forget. I'm forgetting what Renner sounds like. It's been three sounds weeks. Sounds like me, but more pretentious. <laughs> Lady Ills. Ah, there it is. Yes. Lady Ills. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, just dropped right in there. <laughs> ah, pretentious, I can do that. Yes, good. It's a little bit of mix of Jack and El Cantor. Understood. <laughs> yes, um, Donovan, I got you your um, pearl. They really appreciated the riverweed, said they were going to um, have a bit of fun with it. And, well, uh, they gave me this black pearl, if you like. Fantastic. Do I think this will work? Yes. Yes, you do. I will put it into my equipment. And you're cursed. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>! <laughs>
All the cursed pearls. This tree is cursed. This pantaloons are cursed. Everything's cursed. <laughs> the snowflake is cursed. Dire curse. Uh, Azar, why do you have that garish looking thing out? Oh, uh, Elspeth wanted it for you. Yes, I'm just trying to make sure that everyone has She's distracted by clothing options. Yes, thank you, Azar. Oh, I apologize. I did not mean to make you uncomfortable, Lady Elspeth. Um, it's all right, I'm... and I'm still not a lady. I mean, I am female, but I'm not like a titled lady. I think you're the one with the title here. I just, I, just a normal elven girl. Well, I feel like this would be a conversation for the actual Renner. Um, but yes, Lady Elspeth, I will put this on. <laughs> Puts it on and, you know, for a czar, would be skin tight. And due to his swimming leg, to their swimming legs, I, I'm going to assume that the, uh, the bootay fills out pretty well, um, as well as the chest area. Probably very built triton. However... The arms are a bit on the flappy side, as well are the feet. And you see a checkered orange and green with blue skin and the face. Uh, Renner. Uh, yeah. Elspeth just kind of looks and says, thank you. And then turns to Donovan and goes, we should pick up some more ink, both for you to have on hand and also because maybe I can dye some of this situation <laughs> to a more normal color. Yes. Yeah. Or once we get to a larger town, maybe we just restock. We with... shop again. Yes. We just... Not you. You look amazing, by the way. That is outstanding. <laughs> At least it matches. Every I time guess... you walk around, I hear that. <laughs> it's very. It does feel very smooth. I feel like if I was swimming in this, it could be very um, very uh, not aerodynamic. What would be slipstream? Hydrodynamic. Hydrodynamic. Yes. Right, so now that we're all mostly clothed, shall we go inside and all go try to commune with the dead? Or not? I was, I was hoping fine. to spend a, a, a couple hours uh, with the spell book. Yes, you, sh you should do that. And for all of you, it's starting to feel much more comfortable in here as the uh, blaze that Amoa and Azar had set is starting to permeate throughout the rest of the ramshackle. Donovan, you find a seat on one of the <clears throat> lower logs on one of the stacks and begin to copy. Which spell do you begin to copy? Detect magic. Detect magic. Okay. Also, so I just realized that I have one other spell that I never learned. Oops. Oh. Oopsie. Don't forget your spells, folks. Um, but yeah, you begin to copy that into your book. Um, does anyone else want to spend the two hours doing anything specific? Or fast forward to possible seance? Just uh, breaking more logs for when the fire eventually starts to die down. Mm -hmm. You break them down <laughs> pretty easily. I think Elspeth at some point will like pause in her sewing shenanigans and we'll go to, you know, take a lantern or a torch or some sort of semblance or just her her 
cantor blights uh she'll go into the kitchen and try to like get some sort of warm food started between our rations and we've got a fire and things like that so yeah um roll the d20 11 11 with the ingredients that you have and some of the rations that uh, you've taken off of the uh, sled from what Copper was going to send to Macritus, you prepare a decent meal. You find some wooden bowls that you have to clean up a bit, a bit of dust, a bit of mildew. Some of the stuff you just have to throw away just because it's molded all over. Um, but yeah, you're able to get a kitchen going and it's it's an interesting kitchen in the sense that there's like no stovetops or anything, but there's a central pit in the center, which seems to be where you put your fire and your pot and cook within there. And there are other stations, but no like ovens to be seen um, in that more Western regard, if you will. Sure. Yeah, no, it's probably just going to be sort of like stewy slop of just something hot and theoretically nourishing. Mm-hmm. And that you do create. As you start to pass out the bowls, Donovan, at this point, I would say you would have completed your transcriptions. Awesome. Oh, famished. Oh, food. Excellent. Yeah, Thank you, Elspeth. It's probably yes. not as good as Marta's cooking, but um, it'll get the job done. Oh, this is fantastic. After those cookies, having something hearty and <laughs> salty, delicious. Oh, and Azar will run out and grab a couple of bottles of wine and bring them back in. Oh, yeah. You should bring the dogs in, too. Uh, that's, oh, I assume oh, yeah, that the dogs I, are already in. That's all the animals are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all the animals are over <clears throat> in the corner somewhere. Deer here. Yeah, the deer is there intermingling. The dogs are kind of just running about where it's more of like Jolly is chasing Seven because Seven <laughs> likes the chase and Jolly's like, okay, bro, fine. Um, Iruk has found their way up into the rafters. The doe. Yeah, I mentioned the doe is just kind of walking around. The rabbits also just dispersing. I miss Barry. <laughs> hmm. All right. So I actually uh, want to ritual cast detect magic and walk around. Okay. Lighting up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> Elspeth's bag is a plethora of colors. <laughs> just like bing, 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 and you're like Bleh! and you start to look around the ramshackle um, if anyone else has magic items they are also pinging however the ramshackle itself as you walk through the kitchen the rooms the rope itself no magic No, no, uh, nothing coming off of any floorboards or, or wallboards or anything like that. All right. Do I do? Okay, here's another question. 
Do I see any thieves can't written anywhere? Roll a perception check. Ooh, uh, 19. 19. 19. You look about and nothing on the interior, but as you go to the exterior and you look at the sign and you look at the ramshackle, you look at it a little bit harder. You notice that some of the grooves are a little bit deeper than the others. And you look at it a little bit harder. And you take a moment to decipher it. And you get the sense that what it says is Arcane Brotherhood Welcome. Oh. <laughs> So I will I will go in and kind of quietly tell everyone that. So the uh, there's a there's some um, thieves. So, so us rogues uh, we tend to have a sort of a shorthand uh, sign language and written communication uh, that we use to you know communicate without everyone knowing. And apparently that sign says uh, Arcane Brotherhood welcome. Oh. Well, that would explain where the magic to cut the rope came from. I wonder who found... Well, wait. So if the the proprietor came here, put that sign up that says Arcane Brotherhood Welcome, hung himself, somebody shot it with a firebolt, it's. I don't know. Maybe they weren't welcome. Or maybe you... someone wasn't welcoming to the Arcane Brotherhood. Do you think he knew? Do you think he put the sign up or put the, the markings on the sign? Or do you think he maybe didn't know? Got himself in some trouble? Hmm. I don't know. Didn't the speaker say that we found him? Like the people of the town found? Yeah. That's what it seemed like. So would that mean that someone here knows magic? I mean, it is possible. We haven't met everyone in town. And also, again, knowing... It would take long to do that, though. I just, like... Yeah. No, and, and you're right, Donovan. It's, it's a fairly... Um, early taught spell from what I understand I don't have it but I know some others who do and it's uh, one of the first ones you learn sometimes I think yeah yeah it just popped into my head after we killed that uh, that guy with the ice knife thing oh yes I've had similar experiences um all right I uh, do you all want to be here while I try to do whatever it is I'm going to do, or should I go off in a room by myself in case something terrible happens? Like, I'm not leaving you by yourself. The last ghost you met took over your body. Yes, and nothing I mean, bad happened. Might as well do it here. I'll just put that the back. <laughs> the, the rooms are quite lovely, actually. Um, yes. Well, uh, relatively. There's not big logs yeah, in them. True. <laughs> Um, you might as well do it here. There's more room and there's some lightness. You know, we're all here. 
Um, Elspeth's just gonna like sit on the floor and start doing her little like kind of like her detect magic kind of cat's cradle uh, hand movements, but it's gonna be more of like a combination of like that and just reaching out the way she does when she says her prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not anything that like I have a specific spell or anything that I'm casting. This is just she's using her tapping into her experiences of having bopped back and forth between the veil a few times now and seeing if she can kind of reach out either to her gods to see if they can give her any answers or if there is anything here hopefully inviting it to speak with her and let her know what's up yeah make me a religion check do 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 see if this goes better than last time that is a natural 20 for a 22. 22. You reach out. Looking towards Kelmvor or Jurgle. Hoping one of them will answer. And. You don't. Get. An answer from them per se. But you hear just a bit of a voice on the wind that says Red Wizard of Thay What do you say? (laughs) Uh just kind of sit back. Red Wizard of Thay? Does that mean anything to anyone else? I know Red, I, I think, is associated with the Arcane Brotherhood. Yeah, I, uh, it doesn't ring a bell. I have mm. not been to. I, I, I mean, I have heard of Thay. Thay is a, is a place. Um, to the east of uh, the Sword Coast, but I, uh, I, that is it. All right. Well, um, I'm not sure if that was um, a message from the dead or something else, but that's what I heard, so. On the bright side, uh, it doesn't appear that there's an active ghost um, here. At least not one who cares to make themselves known. So that's something. Should we should we burn this rope and just get rid of it? Yes, I think maybe we should. I'll um, say a right and we can just put it in the fire I'll pull out my incense and do kind of one of my little death rites you watch as the rope begins to crackle in the flame curling up in itself the little individual strands just 
licking before disintegrating into orange. And as you absorb this message from the beyond and begin to settle into your current abode, that's where we're going to end today. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you all so much for joining us. Um, so this week and the next two weeks will be very similar in this regard from one to three, very short sessions. <laughs> Your boy's starting to work again. Um, which will also mean just a little more, hopefully not erratic, but just different schedule for the next couple of weeks. So until then, don't forget to check out patreon.com slash quest and chaos in which you can help our friends here avoid the red wizard of wed wed wizards of thway thway wed wizards of thway um and all the other dangers in icewind dales or you can support your other show uh dragon of ice fire peak because i don't know how deck of inspiration would work in cthulhu if it does <laughs> we uh, we are we actually are working on one uh okay we can't include it in the yeah if it's yeah so we're working on one yeah we're working on one so check <laughs> that out um down darker trails um was it sunspot sunspots is yeah. uh we are uh, going to conclude the sunspots module which we are going to give away two copies tonight one is a pdf and one will be a printed copy black and white sent from drive through rpg Yes, yes. So check that out tonight, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Get your little Cthulhu in. Get your eldritch horror in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get it all in. And uh, thank you to Tactical Bacon for the two bits. Uh, so we have four left over. Two are going to go in to the Book of Inspiration. We appreciate that. Every bit gets us closer to our tavern goal as well, which keeps the lights on. Yes, help us keep the lights on. Also, thank you very much to our friends at um, Nord Games, Birds of Paradise, as well as D&D Beyond. And thank you all for joining me on this very brief, but I would say hopefully fun afternoon, a little bit of talking, a little bit of gathering where to go next. And hopefully next time we'll be a full crew once more. So yes, thank you, Tommy, Tassi, Alondra, and JP. Thank you all so much for joining us. Again, join us for 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for Call of Cthulhu. And until next Saturday, stay safe, stay healthy, and see you all then. Bye-bye. And instead of going, uh, I want to say, Derg14, thank you for the raid right oh. now. We will, um, we will pass it along. Uh, by rating someone else so it will not go to waste but we thank you guys uh, and if you want to catch up all of our stuff is on youtube uh, and podcast as well so you can continue to enjoy derg 14 while still discovering our shows so everybody benefits so but thank you for that i'm gonna find out now i don't need to go to dnd beyond i need to go to <laughs> raid channel i'm gonna find someone to raid let's all go give them a cool uh thank you and spam them with emotes from both of our shows uh, <laughs> all right catch you later bye
back at 6 p.m. tonight for Down Darker Trails. Thank you for listening to Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frostmaiden podcast here on the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed what you heard, please head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash questandchaos and join the chaos. There are four awesome tiers over there for you to join, and three of them lets you influence the story by giving inspiration. But all four of them gain you entry into the Guild of the Five E's. That is our brand new shared world building storyline that we are creating for 2021. And we would love to have you be a part of it. And we'll see you live on Twitch, later on YouTube, and finally on podcast. Thank you all for being part of this awesome community. And we hope to see you adventuring soon. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. I want to take a moment and thank our patrons, especially our inspiring leaders, Duke Vlieg and Tomagatora. And of course, we can't forget our inspiring middle management, Lady Bedivere, Ben Soslowski, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Ted Danson, Jen, Seth Jones, and our inspired patrons, Adam Andreas, Garrett, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Killian, Lee, Robbie, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. We, of course, also have a fantastic number of guild members that help keep us going. If you want to support us, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos.